You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the MLB Extras Indians podcast from the 2018 Winter Meetings in Las Vegas. Tim McMaster, along with Mandy Bell, our new Indians reporter this season, just taking over the beat right now, literally (laughs) like at the Winter Meetings. It's got to be a whirlwind. Just talk about getting here your first winter meetings you got a new team but you're doing well right so far so good (laughs) hopefully fingers crossed but yes it's probably the most overwhelming thing that you could possibly have happen Um, finding out about a week before that you're going to be coming here is pretty incredible Um, I've always watched the winter meetings on television but have never gotten to experience it in person so being able to come here it's larger than life especially in Vegas like everything is Um, but it's been fun. It's been great figuring it out. You just sort of roll with the punches and, uh, I haven't been too overwhelmed yet, but you know, I'm sure something will pop up. So the first step, (laughs) they give you a map when you check into the resort. The first step is getting to the point where you no longer need the map. Have you reached that point? Now see, I just graduated (laughs) college. So when you go through your freshman year of college, you learn, you have the campus map, but you take a picture of it with your phone. You can't be the freshman. See? You can't be the freshman with the map right. walking around. So I couldn't label myself as the newbie. So you take a picture of it with with your phone, and it just looks like you're just checking out your phone. So that's what there I would do. Go. You'd pull it up. But I have passed that point. Yes, I am not checking down at the map anymore. Veteran move. All right, <laughs> let's talk about the Indians. And yes. and I guess I should say this: you're new to the Indians, but you're mm-hmm. not new to MLB.com because you have some experience. The Orioles mm-hmm. working with Brittany, and also the Yankees. Let's talk about that and and. Does that help make this more comfortable? Oh, for sure. Um, two years ago, that was probably way more overwhelming than this. Yeah. Stepping into a, a big league clubhouse for the first time, doing that for the first time was so overwhelming. And to be able to have two years of that under my belt really helped me. Um, when I was with Brittany in Baltimore, she did a lot of time in New York, so I got to handle the beat a lot on my own. Whenever I went to New York last year, um, their beat writer, Brian Hoke, he went on paternity leave for a month. Yeah. So then I got to fill in for uh, for a month there. And if you could handle a New York beat for a month by yourself, I feel like you can almost tackle anything for the first time. So that really, really helped me stay calm, come into this, and be able to, like, tackle it as best as I can first day. Yeah, there's <laughs> no tougher clubhouse as far as the mob of media. Yeah, than, it's than a little different than showing up with, like, four other reporters now. So yeah. it's, it's, it's way different. Cleveland <laughs> will be a little more laid back from that standpoint. But this is an exciting team, and they're obviously in a win-now mode um, with the recent success, the trip to the World Series. But it's an interesting winter meetings because all the rumors, right, are about trading a starter. Now, we know Carlos Carrasco is not going to be that guy because they signed him to the extension. But it's Bauer and Kluber, and do you think they even have a preference of which guy they move if they move one? If they have a preference, I would say it would be Kluber just simply because of payroll at this point. Um, They're not necessarily announcing that they're trying to hit a certain payroll and they're not trying to hit a certain number, but because of it, Kluber is, is supposed to make $17 million next year. For most clubs, that's not like it's that much money for an ace like Kluber. Now, um, there are rumors going on now that it is Kluber. I haven't heard much about Bauer, but obviously it's the winter meetings. It can happen in a second where all of a sudden it's Bauer. 
But um, my feelings after meeting with the GMs yesterday, um, President Chris Antonetti and uh, GM Mike Chernoff, um, my feeling is that maybe a little bit more Kluber. Now, whenever the report came out that the rumors were intensifying, we asked them about that and they sort of laughed. They said that they were sitting in, in their, their suite upstairs and they were watching the television, seeing the tweet out there, and they said, we're eating lunch right now. What's <laughs> intensifying? Like, so it, it seems like they're downplaying it a little bit, but they have, they have great poker faces. They don't want to tip their hand. They don't want to do anything at this point. So my gut is saying it might be a little bit more toward Kluber at this point, but like I said, it could go either way. And there's so many teams that need that type of pitcher, that there's so many teams involved. I can't imagine it getting done this week at the winter meetings, but you can obviously put in the work, right, and get the ball rolling, and then maybe in a week or two we could see this go through. Right, and that's what they were saying. Whenever you get to Las Vegas, when everyone's in the same building, although it may be huge, everyone is still in the same building, you have more contact with each other, the frequencies go up, so you have more texts, more in-person meetings, more phone calls, everything, and it's right at hand, and because of that, things start to, the wheels start to turn a little bit more. So I think because of that, if it doesn't happen this week, it could happen soon. Um, I've had, I've heard people talking around here that it seems like it's going to get done during the winter meetings. Do any of us know for sure? Right. No. But um, I wouldn't be shocked if it is done before we're all packing up and heading out of here by Thursday. Have they spoken specifically at all about what they want back? I mean, obviously they want to save the money, but you got to get something back for Corey Kluber. Outfield. Outfield yeah. is anything in the, uh, helping in the outfield right now is what they want to make sure and that they do. And big league ready talent? Correct. Whenever yeah. we talked about that, it seemed like they were having like a balance of making sure that they have enough to help them uh, at the major league level, but then also carrying through 2019. So they, they said it's basically a balancing act at this point. Yeah. Um, they want to make sure that they can get some a team that's ready to contend, ready to win um, in the central, but then also can extend them for the next few years. They don't want to just focus on right now. So it's in that in-between stage of we're not in a rebuilding mode, but it's like we want to win, but we want to keep focusing for a future. So they're focusing on a little bit younger talent, getting the depth in the outfield, maybe getting a little bit more arms in the bullpen um, to help stabilize that a little bit more after this whole uh, free agency this year, and they lost so many. So I think that's where the balance is coming yeah. right now. It, it's hard to imagine them not winning the division, and that's right. what makes this interesting because then you, you're trying to extend that window and continue to be right. successful, and we'll see how that goes. So outfield is a, is a big hole. And then bullpen, right? Because this was such a great bullpen a couple of years ago. Right. But now Brian Shaw left last year. Now mm -hmm. Cody Allen's gone. Andrew Miller's gone. Right. How do they go about filling that? I think you use this trade as best as you can. Yeah. Um, if it's going to happen, you need to make sure that you get exactly what you deserve out of it. Because someone like Corey Kluber, especially, and Bauer after his career year, those are pieces that every team could make room for. If you don't necessarily need starting pitching, you could need these guys because this is almost a steal for a lot of larger markets. Like the Dodgers have been mentioned and the Yankees have been mentioned and those types of teams could take them in and especially the Yankees, how they've been trying to go after um, a starting pitcher. It, it just seems like if they're going to be able to use Corey Kluber or Trevor Bauer the best they can, they need to be able to get these arms and they need to be able to get the outfield. And these two guys are essential to making sure that they can fill both voids and just killing two birds with one stone. I think there's a PR aspect to this trade too that you right. gotta the fans are looking on like we we were so close to winning a World Series. Now you're gonna trade maybe our ace pitcher. So I think the return is very important because you gotta keep that fan base engaged as well. Right. And I'm I'm new to the Indians right. world so uh, I had Jordan, who was the former beat reporter there, he tweeted out for people to follow me to get some Indians updates throughout this time. Um, 
and I've heard a lot of negative reactions about yeah. losing their starting pitching. I mean, obviously, how, how couldn't you be in that mindset as a fan? Because if you have one of the best in the game right at your disposal, why not keep it? But because of this payroll concepts that are way higher than what everyone else is thinking about, it's hard for them to balance and they have to make sure that they're filling every other hole. It can't just be carried by one person on a team and one ace and one starting pitcher when you have backups like Carrasco or whoever they keep between Kluber or Bauer and you have other things to use. So I think if they would go out and be able to use whatever trade that they get and make sure that they fill the outfield holes, fill the bullpen uh, at least a little bit more, then they might be more well-rounded than what they would if they didn't move at all. It's going to be a fascinating rest of the week yeah. with this Indians team. And if that deal goes through, we'll probably have you back here on the set great. as well. That would right. be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, Congratulations you. on the gig. You've been listening to the MLB Extras Indians podcast from the 2018 Winter Meetings. For Mandy Bell, I'm Tim McMaster. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.